0: a day and welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper. Every week we spend these 25 minutes together telling you the stories of our church by interviewing our members and other friends of the ministry. We'd invite you to join us at Harvest Baptist Church this week. We have two services Sunday, 8.45 a.m. and 10.45 a.m. We offer Japanese and Korean translation during the 10.45 a.m. service. And that's also when we live stream at hbcguam.org hbcguam.org this week we're celebrating our 48th anniversary at the church with special guest pastor kevin inafuku he'll be speaking in our sunday morning services we're very thankful to have pastor kevin and misty inafuku in the studio this week so let's start by saying hello welcome
1: half a day it's good to be here chris thanks for having us
0: it's great to have you here. Um, I thought about one question immediately when uh, it was on my schedule to have you on Harvest Time, and that was uh, when someone called, I'm assuming Pastor Walton called and yes. said, come out for our 48th anniversary. <laughs> what were your first thoughts about uh, yeah, coming to Harvest? that's
1: a great question. I said, really? <laughs> you want us to come? And I said, uh, I said, well, why? <laughs> I think that's what I said. I think I said to him, which is kind of funny, but um, it, yeah, it's good to be here. And I think, uh, you know, when when you think of an anniversary, it's a celebration and, uh, and a time to remember um, the things that God has done. And I think, I think that's kind of went through my what went through my head after that is just reminiscing through <laughs> the years and um, and the great things that God has done here at Harvest and through Harvest.
0: People who are new listeners or people who may have been on island just a short time may not know either one of you. Mm-hmm. So sort of explain and describe your history yeah. here at Harvest, maybe both of you.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll, maybe I'll go – maybe you want to go first? I'll let Misty go first because she was here before I was. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll here. say a little. Uh, yeah. We, my family came um, in 2000. My dad was is Pastor Marty Heron, so um, – We came out in 2000, and I was in high school at the time, so um, I ended up being out here for 17 years. Kev came a few years later and have just loved being able to be a part of the ministry and um, in a sense grow up here and just kind of see what God's continuing to do here.
1: Yeah, I think when you think of uh, Guam, it's actually kind of our story because she came out with her family and got I mean, you've heard that story through Pastor Heron and Tammy, um, but as far as I, um, Missy's story, and then and the God bringing me here in 2003, a couple mm-hmm. times prior to mm-hmm. that, and then, um, yeah, it, I think of when you think back to Harvest I mean, when we come back when we came here last night and drove through, like, wow, some things are the same, and and in a lot of ways, there's a lot of things that are different, mm-hmm. people. Um, come and go, and there's a lot of people have been added to the church, and so that's really exciting. But back then, it was kind of like a little smaller, I think, and things were growing, and so being a part of that was, was pretty awesome, and the vision um, that Harvest had in, in reaching the island and beyond um, was really exciting for us. And for me, just being a part of helping to see the music program being developed and, and built, and, and I say that because... Dave Mincy actually did a great job prior to me in developing the band program and um, laying some of the foundation for the music program in the academy and the church. And so it was just neat to be a part of him handing the baton off and, and seeing God do some neat things while we we're here as well.
0: Right. So you are the music pastor, is that?
1: Yes. I came originally um, to help lead the music in the, in the academy and the college and the church. And then as time went on and we got to see um, the Lord grow that through bringing the right people and and using people's gifts in the church to, you know, see the worship to expand and grow. Um, And then through the pastors that kind of come and gone, uh, I think F.G. Holmesher was here and he and then Pastor Jared left. And so as as people kind of move in and out, um, you start to, uh, you know, Take on more things on your plate as well, yeah. and so, and all of that was really good. Being able to see God um, grow us through through those times as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Misty, people will probably want an update on your family and how everybody's mm-hmm. doing, and and that sort of thing. So.
2: Yeah, so we have four kids. My Leah is our oldest. She's eleven now, and in seventh grade. And then Aria, and she's ten, almost ten. No, sorry, almost 11, 11. oh boy, sorry. Yeah, Yeah, so she's almost 11 and she's fifth grade. And then um, Misaki is nine. And I'm sorry, I'm getting them confused. Yeah, Misaki's nine and he is fourth grade. And then Isaiah, our baby is Mm -hmm. first grade and he is six years old and ready to take on the world. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) He is. So, um, since you've been gone, a lot of things have happened. Yes, and so sort of explain what yeah. what has happened in your lives.
1: Yeah, first of all, what's all our children were born here, so there's a special place. You know, I uh, married and doing ministry, and our kids were born here. So one day they, you know, they have a desire to represent Guam on some stage as far as <laughs> soccer or volleyball. So yeah. they have that yeah. ability to do that, right. which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, we left in 2017, and, and actually. For many years prior to that, uh, when God got a hold of my heart in college and then traveling with with Steve Pettit around the country, there was always a desire and a burden to go to Hawaii um, primarily because that's where I was born and raised and you know, spent 17 of years of my life there and and then even at that time, there were not very many churches there when I left for college. and so um, there was always that burden to go back. And so when we even got married and here we always had this idea of like, let's prepare you know if God one day would have us to go back and so in 2016 we actually approached pastor maybe it was 15 or 16 and, and said hey we want to start preparing for that and start praying and we didn't know how God was going to align all that um, and then when 2016 yeah it was 2016 Danny Brooks called and said, hey I know you guys want to go to Hawaii but what about coming through Utah and maybe getting some time and preparing? And we had never thought about that, but at the same time, there was um, – uh, when you start to, you know, learn about Utah, you're like, wow, I, I, I've known this. fact is, I remember Mission Prayer Band in, in college on Thursday nights, we'd pray for missionaries, and I remember praying for missionaries in Utah and the hard work that was there, and so you start to connect like, wow, it is a mission field in our country, um, and they speak English (laughs) and it's, it's just unbelievable. And so we're like, yeah, let's, let's go through and um, prepare because all we had known was actually big ministry. um, In our tool bag of ministry, it was big ministry, ministry at Harvest. And so to be able to go and be at the grassroots level and learn church planning, um, revitalization work, which ended up happening. And I tell people, I said, you know, when you when you pray for a certain thing, it's it, it's just unbelievable how God actually does His work behind the scenes and aligning things and going okay, let's. And we would never have. We were, in fact, as I was just in Utah last weekend preaching for another church um, that was started ten years ago, and uh, and you're just like amazed at what you didn't know um, yeah. in 2016 or 2017, and. And uh and how God is prepared, even used the Utah um, revitalization, which is unbelievably growing. They're in a building project. They have they had two hundred and twenty five people there, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah. We went and ended up at a church called Gospel Hope. Gospel or help yes. develop that and we're that able to be there.
1: And they they had flown us out last year actually yeah. for their anniversary and it was just amazing to see all that God's doing and and uh to be a part of that. But but yeah, our, our trajectory was to go through Utah to Hawaii, and we landed in Hawaii right before COVID, <laughs> twenty twenty, and um, to be part of revitalization at A.I. Heights Church, and um, yeah, it, you know, you you look back and you go, um, we were probably super excited about the fact that we we're going back to Hawaii, and and. Uh, when you're excited, sometimes you, you you ask questions, but you're all saying the same thing, and so you're. I think for me, um, I probably learned I need to ask more questions. <laughs> but but nonetheless, God used the time there to help this church move forward mm-hmm. in an unbelievable way because of um, the revitalization as far as um, core documents need to be changed, name change, getting things current as far as just even how they operate according to bylaws and bylaws up to date and then being outward facing in the community and then helping even that pastor move forward in a way that's healthy for him and his family. So we look back and go, you go none of those things are wasted. They're God's doing great things there at that at that church, but for us we had to kind of go okay, is this a good fit? Sure. And that's a hard decision sometimes to actually go we were thought we thought we we're going to be here for oh forever actually and um but yet there was. It was pretty obvious that um, that they needed a different kind of guy that needed to be there, and that was a hard decision for us. Um, in the last year and a half, we've been um, in a place we've never been before, and I don't think I ever would have thought in my ministry trajectory that this is what where we would be at 46, yeah. and um, and yet God knows, um, and God knows what He's doing, and. I was sharing with the HPV or with maintenance this morning in devotions in John 15 that God desires Jesus is telling his disciples he wants us to bear much fruit, and the way that he does that oftentimes is he's um, pruning us mm-hmm. and he's changing us and he's and he's doing that in ways that we we don't always think mm-hmm. it's not our plan, sure. and um and so yeah so the last year and a half we've been um, um doing ministry in many different ways mm-hmm. um filling the pulpit for a lot of churches, and um, um, I think Hawaii, I think because we came back in a weird time in COVID as well, learning Hawaii again, helping people um, to know who we are, and it's always a prophet's wealth without honor, so it's always hard to feel like you feel accepted. And so sure. coming back into that was difficult, and I think it's... Um, yeah, it's, it's been difficult actually, <laughs> but we just said, Lord, whatever we can do to help. And um, we've been filling pulpits with many different churches, Korean churches, English-speaking churches, and um, um, running camp there yeah. the last few summers, um, and that's been awesome. Um, I was the chairman of the board for FCA Hawaii Fellowship of Christian Athletes, which I had been a part of in Utah, which was really awesome to see God do a work there, and so helping Hawaii... Um, athletes both at the university levels all the way through high school through middle school and even elementary, mm-hmm. starting huddles, we call them, or Bible studies on campus through a national organization because it's easier to do it that way to get the yeah. Bible in. And it's been a real awesome thing to see and happen. We had we had been a trajectory of, of uh, phasing out of our support and phasing in at aya Heights. And mm-hmm. so that was happening. And so because that was happening when we left, we had actually lost a number of support. So we Jumped into real estate through mm-hmm. actually another Christian guy that said, "Hey, you should just come and do this because it's flexible and it gives you opportunities to stay still be in ministry." And and God's been kind to pay the bills for us, so mm-hmm. we're super yeah. thankful for that. Yeah, yeah.
0: I want to talk about the 48th anniversary and kind of yeah. harvest and and I know people wanted to get you know updated <laughs> yeah. on what you on guys our life. were doing and
2: and everything, yeah.
0: but. You'll both have a long experience with Harvest that gives you some perspective, yes. and I was just wondering, kind of from both of you, what yep. what is kind of your over overall thoughts about Harvest and about what it means, and at the 48th anniversary, mm-hmm. you know, what the the themes of the ministry have been in your mind mm-hmm. and in your experience.
2: I think this morning, um, just what hit me. It's always special to come back because of the. The past and that I have here. Um, so, just thinking this morning of wow, what God has done, and the memories that I have, and um, having attended Harvest Christian Academy and graduated from from here, and seeing even now graduates um, still friends, close friends, you know, who are here and still in some ways part of the ministry. Some aren't. Some are, maybe their kids are at the academy now, but just seeing that and the impact um, from those times, and then, um, again, thankful just for how God has used it in our own lives, in our marriage, and um, our family, and just being a part of that, and having worked here in the preschool, and then in the office, and um, but seeing it now, and yet how... um, It's changed in many ways. In many ways, it's the same, um, but just knowing that God's continuing to do His work and uh, minister to people, and I'm Mm -hmm. thankful for that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think 23 years ago, when I first came to visit, I remember writing my journal, and I've since we've moved a few times, been looking back at journals. But I remember writing down this journal because I I wanted to go back to Hawaii, but God wasn't opening the doors then, and then going, wow. There's this unbelievable ministry on an island, and I had I grew up in Hawaii and never been a part of a ministry like there. There's, there wasn't a ministry in Hawaii like this, and so I think what drew me 23 years ago was the fact that I could learn how to do ministry on an island, um, in my 20s, yeah. that uh, was pretty cool, and then to be able to. Um, to see multiple cultures and mm-hmm. ethnic backgrounds come together, and it's still happening, yeah. and it's pretty amazing. And that and the fact that God is continuing to bring people through um, with their gifts and their abilities, and um, and to be a part of that is is pretty awesome. And sometimes it's easy to kind of forget, and uh, the machine is going, and you know there's so much going on. Um, but like Misty said, it's awesome to watch kids grow up here mm-hmm. and are serving here, and I'll try to get emotional because it makes, it makes you feel old, but you're like, wow, it's really exciting to see um, the Lord bring the right people at the right time for His purpose and His glory.
0: What about uh What about some specifics? I, I know that's kind of a general thing about mm-hmm. Harvest, but what about some specific stories about okay. people or about circumstances yeah. or... Oh. Or anything that this that are kind of highlights. I know it's it was a long time, so you have you may have a lot yeah. to choose from.
1: Okay, for me that come what comes to my mind is, um, I remember, you know, early in the early days when we were here, um, staff prayer meetings, praying for students, um, yeah. and seeing and praying for God to do a work in, in the kids, and so through the youth pastors, through you know Michael Saunders and. And, um over the years, just the burden and uh, and the principles at the time we would just pray that God would um, break through and revival would happen on this campus. I remember um the themes that pastor heron had and 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 really praying through writing a song and developing them those were kind of actually looking back because I don't do that anymore. I look back and I'm like, man those were those are actually pretty pretty cool things yeah. to do and be a part of and um yeah, I don't know I think I uh, Developing the music program, I think because it's in my lane, I think of uh, if Lisa were here, she probably would be like, yeah, he made me cry so many times. <laughs> but I think you're just um, seeing even how they've grown in their gifts and abilities and trying to, you know, um, whether it's modulating or doing key changes or doing all that, like those little things sure actually up getting Kelly here and st- desire to see a strings program start in our church and, and the school and then watching the orchestra develop and grow. Those were some really cool birthing of things that happen and then non-music i think of the volleyball i can't you know it's always been a burden of mine to see actually a volleyball program and um it's those were some hard years that we didn't have a gym and we're outside practicing out in the court in the hot sun and in the rain and but getting these kids to like you know we can do it we can we can start a program and you know, coaching Brandon Pegarito yeah. and Kyle and these are guys that were on my first team when we first started and now they're here running the show and so it's pretty exciting.
0: Yeah. Misty, anything particular that that you remember or a story or
2: Um I don't know. I mean I was you guys had mentioned about the most recent typhoon and yeah. it did kind of take us back to mm-hmm. Pong Sung which I don't know, 2001? I don't know what no. year that was. Uh, yeah, maybe
0: 2002. 2002, 2002.
2: Yeah. yeah. So that was early on. I was still in high school at the time and just remembering those times. And you guys were saying how this most recent one had been quite devastating. Oh. And, and, again, just remembering back, yeah, we... We were in the church building or up in the radio station here and just kind of hunkering down and mm-hmm. um, and then just the recovery time after, um, you know, still kind of living on the campus and um, until water and power mm-hmm. and things yeah. like that were back and just being able to even be a part of, yeah. um, I know Kevin has, you know, he has those memories of like going out and mm-hmm. helping in the community and yeah. just to... Yeah rebuild in a sense or, you know, get rid of debris and all the things, however we could help neighbors and stuff. So um, I probably yeah. really clearly remember those things and just special times mm-hmm. that really, I think, put the people and staff and and the community of Guam mm-hmm. just knit you together. There's yeah. a special bond that there is, I think.
1: I think also we have, there's a couple other stories come to mind as far as um, people in the church that got saved and And then you're in their lives, uh, and then also people that have um, passed away yeah. and you're kind of walking through the valley um, with them and mm-hmm. and those are just special times of um, the hard times, mm-hmm. but special times that um, draw the church close together and and just part of church life that you don't forget is special mm-hmm. These people are now in heaven with the Lord. yeah so
0: if um if you had to think about kevin your future and ministry and your um where you're going to go from here and yeah. <laughs> it, are there things that harvest um in the ministry here probably the people here have have done and have said and have they've worked in such a way that's yeah. affected and impact impacted how you'll go forward yourself
1: yeah yeah first of all, we don't know what God's doing <laughs> we're like, Lord yeah. help us I actually feel like I pulled up a little story about Amy Carmichael that that reminds it reminds me of what she went through like and one through the other but yet God had his perfect plan in and of that but when I think of harvest um yes I I you know we cut our teeth here on ministry and so we always are are kind of filtering back through things that we've learned um whether it's uh, a philosophy of ministry, or whether it's administrative stuff, or whether it's just on a church level, like um, pastoring and shepherding people, um, those experiences have shaped us, mm-hmm. yeah. and um, we carry that everywhere we go. And um, and we don't know what God has for us. It, it's actually, <laughs> it's it's actually really difficult, but but yet we hold on to the fact that God knows and we take these we say tools that he's allowed us to put in our you know toolbox of ministry that have been pretty impactful and the people here mm-hmm. have shaped us in those ways philosophically and we're we're forever grateful and thankful and and pray that God would help us to be able to lead us into the right place soon
0: and then what about harvest i mean if you as you think and pray about harvest in the future i mean you know some of yes. the newer people that are here too yeah. pastor walton and yeah. some but uh, what do what do you think about for the future? What, what can the ministry do here
1: for through for harvest? For harvest, the yep. people
0: of Guam, for yeah. expansion of our outreach.
1: Well, I think Pastor, you know, I know Pastor Gary has a huge burden to reach this island, the community, and and I know likewise all the pastors. Um, I I am excited to see what God's going to do. Um, I I think it's I think after I think it's been five years that he's been here now. Yeah. Um, And so I think he's probably just ready to reared up and ready to go. And I think um, I know he's praying for the right people to come along. But I, you know, there's so much going on in our world. And to have a constant, like, harvest where they're committed to the Bible, committed to loving people and and discipling people, I just think that I'm praying. And I just think God's just going to continue to keep doing great things. And hopefully... Um, send out more people, mm-hmm. send out yeah. more people for the gospel. Um, and, and I will say this too, I know people are like, well, what are the influx doing? I, Harvest has sent us, and you know, to be affirmed as a pastor, and then to be affirmed as a sent missionary is, I mean, most churches would, would die for that. You know, yeah. To be able to do that, I think that's the heartbeat of really the Bible, is sending out your own to continue to do gospel ministry, and I pray that many, many more young ones, whether they're students or people in the church, or pastors would be sent out from this place to do to do gospel work.
0: Well, our, our church members and visitors and everybody is going to be really happy to see you, and yeah. and uh, they're going to be excited to have you preaching on Sunday, and yeah. and uh, you're going to have a lot of conversations, <laughs> a lot of yeah. memories. Yes. Uh, over the next few days.
1: Yeah, we're excited. I'm excited. To, I think I'm going to actually be in John chapter three, and. Um, and really kind of talk through uh, ministry and Jesus' teaching of his disciples and also John the Baptist. And um, I won't spoil it, but I, it's been yeah. really good for me in my own heart and so excited to, to do that on Sunday.
0: Well, thank you both for yeah. being with us today. Thank you, Chris. Really appreciate it. And we want to thank you as well for listening to Harvest Time. Of course, We always want to personally invite you at this time during our program to Harvest Baptist Church this week. You'll be joining us on a great, on a historic day, our 48th anniversary. We've got two services, 8.45 a.m., 10.45 a.m. Remember, we have Japanese and Korean translation available at 10.45, and that's when we have the live stream as well. You can join us that way at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. We really hope to see you this Sunday. Thanks for listening to Harvest Time.